Hey everybody, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my new book that's now available on Amazon. It's called Regain Your Power. It's all tips about how to keep your power, whether you're in a relationship or you're single, things to do. And you'd be surprised how power really affects how your relationship will be, whether you'll be happy, if you're having issues with your significant other, it will give you a lot of tips on how to regain your power to help you be happier in your relationships or if you're single. So check out the link in my podcast description. It's now available on Amazon. It's only $2.99, so it's affordable, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey everybody, it's Yaz. Welcome to my podcast tonight. We're going to talk about the show Love After Lockup. Last night was the new updated show and I I laughed through the whole thing, you guys. Um, So we have the new Love After Lockup. So let me dive right in and get to what happened. So first we have Angela and Tony. Now Angela finds out that Tony's on the run And she's going crazy. The federal marshal, they have 72 hours or he's going to go back to prison. First of all, can I just say, could somebody please pick, fix this woman's teeth? Okay. Like she needs a major overhaul completely. All right. Here we have a desperate woman who's delusional thinking she's in love with this con man, Tony, who's obviously just using her. He gets out of prison. He doesn't even want to sleep with her. He, he uses the excuse, well, you know, you're too good a woman. I don't want to treat you like a tramp. I mean, come on, all right? All right. So then he goes and he disappears. Obviously, he's with some other chick somewhere or he's uh, doing drugs or he's doing drugs and he's with another chick. So she goes and she gets her friend, Tommy. That's her uh, right hand friend to go with her to go looking for this guy who is using her and Tommy is like the schlub friend next door good guy good-hearted clean cut you know and she's got the nerve to be picky the guy wants to marry her it's crazy it's crazy this is one of those crazy people that gets involved with a dude in prison one of these uh, women that gets involved and doesn't really see him for what he is. Well, they're all like that pretty much. Moving right along, we have Vince and Amber. Now, Vince is a military guy. He's a nice guy. He's trying to do all the right things. He's he's almost like pathetic, okay? Then you have a- Amber, who's like a well-conditioned convict who who pretty much just used Vince for, you know, the security of having somebody while she was in prison. Now she's out of prison and she's looking at him like, she looks at him like she can't even stand him. And it's obvious that she's got something going on with Puppy, uh, who was like her celly when she was in prison. And they she used Vince to just help her with everything. I like the way she goes and has him spend, what is it, like $700 on a new bed and everything. And then she says, well, I'm going to stay here. 
She she couldn't wait to get rid of him. I mean, what is with people? Don't you see when somebody's not into you? She's not into him. She got out of prison. She looks like she doesn't even want to touch him. Even Puppy's mother was like, well, I don't see you guys touching each other or anything like that. So now Amber, who is this little shifty chick, you know, who's pretty much only likes bad boys. So Vince doesn't fit the bill because he's too nice a guy. She's she's one of those chicks that needs to get, you know, smacked around in order to like somebody because she only likes certain bad boys. So, you know, that's how she is. So this Vince is waiting around, waiting around. Now she's flipping it, trying to turn him into like, oh, he could be a con man and everything like that. We're trying to get money for her and puppy. Meanwhile, he's not looking to take any of the money. He's looking to split the money for you. He's trying to help you out. Like, she's just such an ungrateful chick, okay? And she's just, you could see she's got like a mean streak in her. You know, she's got that look like, you know, she just would stab you in your sleep or something. She's definitely a chick you got to watch out for. You could see it in her eyes. And poor Vince, you know, some people have to learn the hard way. Poor Vince doesn't see her for what she is, but he'll find out soon enough because that's never going to last. He's looking to move down to Georgia to be closer to her. She's looking at him like, oh, God, no, you know. So that's that's a disaster, disaster couple. Next, moving along, we have Josh and Cheryl, Josh the bank robber. Okay, Josh, I think, is looking at this whole relationship as amusing Cheryl is like another one in fantasy La La Land. Like, oh, Josh is so hot. Josh, all these people are, are looking at them as, uh, oh, he's so hot. He's so hot. He, yo, he, he robbed a bank. He, he doesn't even want to be with you. You know, now he's got the ankle bracelet on. He's got to stay at his mother's. He didn't even seem upset about not even being with her. She's the high strung nut that's getting upset. That's fighting with the mother and acting crazy like she can't live without him. I mean, these, these these women or these people are so desperate. It's like they're looking at these people that have nothing to offer them. They have no jobs. They have a criminal record. They, they don't even like, they're not even into them. They use them. They con them. That's what a lot of these people in prison do. They con people. They're talking to a million people at once whether it's a million women or a million guys at once, that that's the hustle that they do. They use these people on the outside to get money. That's it. But these dumb people don't realize that they're being played. They're being played, okay? They don't see it for what it is. So now you have Josh and Cheryl. She looks like a fatal attraction type. She's the fatal attraction type kind. He looks like he could take or leave her. He was complaining already. Oh, she doesn't have much meat on her bones and this and that. You know, she looks a little bit like a crackhead or whatever. But I guess she's been good to him. When you hear him talk, he's saying, oh, well, she's been loyal and this and that and everything. So he's going along with the ride. He knows that she's there for him. She, so he's pretty much hanging on to her because, you know, she'll do whatever for him. I think she gave him like 30000 while she while he was in prison. So here we have another dummy. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Okay. But she's the type, uh, you could see her on Snapped, you know. 
If he ever like left her, she'd be the type that probably chase after him and try to run him over with the car. For real. Next, moving along, we have Lacey, Shane, and John. So here we have Lacey, Miss Plastic Surgery USA, Miss Cam Model, uh, and she she's hanging out the whole weekend with this young guy that just got out of prison, Shane. And she finally tells Shane about John, her fiance, that she's known for 10 years. I like the way she just takes off with three little kids, has a clear head about it, and just leaves the kids with her father and be like, oh, I have a modeling job. I, I tell you, these people, they have a clear head. Doesn't worry about picking up the phone for her fiance, John, in prison. Like, nothing phases her. She She's one of those those stupid broads that... You know, when she gets shot, she wonders why it happened. Because she's one of those chicks that likes to live on the edge. Then she was telling her father something about, like, uh, she doesn't know if the kid, whose kid one of her kids is. It could be John's, I think she said. I mean, it just shows you what type of bimbo you're dealing with over there. All right? Now they left off where she's going to the prison And she's going to talk to John. I don't know if she's going to tell him about Shane or what. But she's a a girl that wants to live on the edge. And she will see what will happen. Because when the drama all happens, uh, don't say you weren't, you know, you weren't warned or whatever. Even her father said, you, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, like, but obviously her father's a very laid back guy. I mean, I didn't come from a family like that. My family would have told me, you're out of your mind. Or, th- th- please, my family would never condone something like that. It's amazing to me how the families of these people are so supportive. Uh, well, not all of them, but a lot of them are supportive of what these people are doing with these these guys or these women in prison. Like, they're just supporting them instead of saying, you know, what are you doing with somebody like that? The only one that really was like that pretty much was like uh, Andrea with LaMondre. Andrea's sisters and her mother were like, well, what are you doing with this guy? What are you doing with this drug kingpin who's been in prison a while? Now he's another one that's playing her, okay? Because now all of a sudden he tells her last minute he's not getting out of prison. Well, this is what they do. They lead you on. They tell you, oh, I'm getting out of prison soon to keep you holding on because they're not going to tell you they have another 10 years to go. They want to keep you around so they have somebody that they could talk to. And I'm sure he's she's not the only one he's talking to because they all talk to 10 at once. It's worse than the, the men or the women outside now today. The people in prison are talking to a bunch of different people. That's how they keep it going. That's how they keep the hustle going. And if it's not for a hustle, for trying to get money out of people on the outside, it's just for that support to have somebody to talk to. So these people, they don't know the game. They're oblivious to the game. They're playing with fire and it's all going to backfire on them. Just like it did with the people in the last season's episode, it all backfired on them and they didn't see later on what they were dealing with. So here's another case of a bunch of people that are going to see once these people come out of prison, what the person is. 
they see somebody, oh, it's romantic, they're in prison and they're getting fed all this uh, lovey-dovey stuff. I love you so much, this and that. And when they come out, they're going to see, you know, that person is not who they thought they were. Okay. Cause they're not looking at the person. They're just looking at, Oh, he's so sexy. Oh, he's so good looking. Oh, she's so hot. Oh, they're just thinking of the sexual part. They're thinking about, Oh, I can't wait to get in bed with this person and everything like that. And they're like, they're living in a fantasy world. They're basically living in a fantasy world. And that's really sad that people today, you know, they don't know what they're dealing with because people aren't always who they seem to be. And you have to look at somebody's track record. You have to look at their track. If they've been in prison their whole life for different kinds of crimes, you're dealing with somebody who's going to be back in prison pretty much 90% of the case times, okay? Because they don't know how to live a normal life, all right? That is their life. So you have Andrea and Lamandre. She she loves turning a bad guy good, she says. Well, wake up, sister, because you are not going to turn him around, all right? Trust and believe. He likes the street life, just like the detective told her in the restaurant. He's going to be right back to what he was doing. If you were my daughter, I'd tell you, run for the hills. But you know what? She's thinking he's going to come out. He's going to buy her a nice car. Uh, again, fantasy land, fantasy land. They just don't want to wake up these people till they get smacked in the face a thousand times and see these people for what they are. And lastly, we have Danny and Lizzie. Now, Danny is just basically uh, a drug addict that went to prison for two years. Lizzie, you know, she has a history of hanging out with drug dealers because that's when they had the the drug bust and he got nailed like a week later, you know, for having uh, contraband on him or something to that nature. But you have the mother who pretty much doesn't like Lizzie. And you know what? I can't say that I blame the mother because she doesn't want her, her son around somebody who's, you know, into drinking, into drugging, hanging around certain people like that. And Lizzie's just like, oh, you know, I had it with her. I'm not going to take that from her and everything like that. Well, you know what? If that was my son, I'd be telling you a whole lot more, okay? So, I mean, I don't blame the mother at all. Her son was just away for over two years. So, of course, she wants to be careful about who her son hangs out with and especially if it's a girl that's a big drinker so I mean but then again he's a grown adult so there's just so much the mother can do I I mean and that Lizzie never even came to visit him in prison the whole time he was there she he never came he never wrote her back I mean hello this is an opposite case of a guy that's in prison that looking at her like she's in love with him I mean, how much could she care for him if she never even went up with the mother to go see him or even write back? See, when people make excuses, she was making excuses saying, oh, she was busy with work or she was busy with school. That's nonsense, okay? If somebody really likes you, they will move mountains to talk to you or be with you. So don't ever believe somebody's excuses. Oh, I had work. Oh, I had this. Oh, I... 
People with excuses are full of it, okay? There's no excuse when you want to be with somebody. So I have to agree with the mother. I don't like that that Lizzie at all. I think that she's trouble. And then we have the other girl who's in Sacramento, whose uh, brother is uh, introduced her to the other guy who's coming out. She goes to the prison. She brings all the balloons and everything like that. She's thinking, oh, wow, you know, we're going to get married. Another one in fantasy land. And in the upcoming season, it shows that a big blowout's about to go with that. So again, she's seeing somebody for who she thought he was, and he really wasn't the guy she thought. I mean, it's just, it's just really sad to me when I watch. I mean, it's entertaining. These shows are a joke. It's entertaining to watch this. But then on the other side of the coin, you say to yourself, it's really sad that people really have no clue when it comes to human character. They have no idea about how a person is. Like everybody, and it's not just with love after lockup, it's also in everyday life. You know, you talk to people and they'll say, oh, you're a very attractive girl or you're a very attractive guy and everything like that. You know, oh, I want to be with you. I want to be in a relationship. You want to be in a relationship with somebody because you saw their picture? Well, what do you know about that person? Do you know what they do for a living? Do you know what their track record is? How many kids they have? If they're into drugs or alcohol, if they've been locked up, what their relationship with their family is? I mean, none of these people look into things. You got to look at the whole person, not just the surface. That's the problem with a lot of these people with love after lockup. They're like, they're very ignorant to it. And it's not just them. It's everyday people as well. They're very ignorant when they meet somebody. They, they're they just looking at the outside, the surface, you know, and if the person's kind of nice. Oh, if a person's nice to you and they're good looking, oh, I'm in love with them. Well, you know what? Love is not just about, oh, somebody telling you how much they love you or how good looking somebody is or, oh, I want to jump into bed with them. What do you really know about that person? And, and these people, the fact that these people are getting involved with somebody who have a criminal record, that right there is a red flag, red flag, okay? But these people, they don't want it. They want to just ignore it. They have their blinders on. And you know what? Later, they're going to pay the price. You know, some people, they, they got to learn the hard way. And that's exactly what happened with Love After Lockup. So... That's my cap, you guys, on Love After Lockup. Can't wait to see what happens, although you already know what's going to happen. Each one is going to be another disaster. And that's it, you guys. I hope you have a great night. Keep listening. Hey, everybody, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about a great company that gives you cash back for shopping. They have all the major retailers on there. Why not get cash back? It doesn't cost you anything. They have Amazon on there. You could get up to 8% back uh, for anything that you buy. You have Walmart. They have Macy's, eBay, Hotels.com, Old Navy, Home Depot, QVC. So check out the link. 
Um, it's in my podcast details. It's tinyurl.com backslash askyazcashback. Okay? So shop and get money back for anything that you buy at the major retailers. It doesn't cost you anything. So check out the link in my podcast details and have a great day.